Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for almost nine years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Visit the Anxiety Slayer Academy and get your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sivier. We come together weekly from Kent and Leelanau to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Hello Ananga, good to be with you again today. Hey Shan. Today we're going to be discussing a new listener question about EFT tapping. Hi, Anxiety Slayers. I was curious to know, is there an EFT tapping that you can do, let's say at work, using only the karate chop point? Would it have the same effect as doing the entire EFT session? I thought that was an interesting question, and I'd love to be able to tell our listener the answer is yes, but but actually it's not. I mean, it's a good start, right? Yeah, it's a great question. Tapping the karate chop point is a good start but it won't support you as much as the entire tapping sequence. It's usually used as a setup point. So that's the point you tap on while you're making your statement of the issue you want to tune into for tapping for anxiety or or something else. But there are other ways that you can use EFT sneakily or use different tapping points without people being able to see what you're doing. And there are some tapping points on the hand that you can use And this is something I've used a lot in the past, in meetings, before presentations. So I can talk you through how to tap or massage some hand or finger points that can help. So you could start with tapping on the karate chop point. You can have your hands in your lap or under your desk or wherever you feel comfortable. And just allow yourself a moment to tune in to the specific area of anxiety that's troubling you right now. Is it some shallow breathing, some turbulence in your stomach, some racing thoughts? If you're tapping at work, is it performance related? Are you concerned or nervous about something at work? Just allow your mind to settle on the one thing that's bothering you the most right now as you tap on that point on the side of your hand. And if you're in a situation where you're able to, you can use some words to describe it. Like, even though I feel so nervous about this presentation, I deeply and completely accept myself while you're tapping on that point. Or even though I'm really worried this anxiety is building in my body, what if I have to go home? What if I can't do what I need to get done today? Something like that. Just use those words to describe what you're going through right now while you're tapping on that point. And then you can tap or massage on the finger tapping points. So the first one's on the thumb, and it's right at the base of the thumbnail on the outside edge of your thumb. So you can just massage in that corner of the base of the nail or tap on there with the fingertips of your opposite hand. And just use a a statement to remind yourself how you're feeling. You can whisper it or say it in your mind if you don't 
feel comfortable to say it out loud. So anxiety in my chest, anxiety in my stomach, nervous about this meeting, whatever you've chosen to tap for, and just massage or tap on that point. And then you move on to exactly the same point on your index finger. So in the bottom corner of the nail, on the outside edge of the nail, away from the finger that it's next to, massaging or tapping on that point and repeating your reminder phrase. And then you go on to the middle finger and do the same there. And you skip the ring finger, go on to the little finger, and then I'd go back to that karate chop point on the side of your hand and tap there again, take a deep breath and repeat. And if you're just feeling generally nervous and you're around other people, you can just massage your fingers one after the other on those points and take steady breaths. And that'll have a nice calming effect. I like the idea of being able to use your hand that way uh, in such a healing, easy to hide, you know, secretive way, but knowing that you're still getting the benefit of a tapping session. I was, you know, following along with you and realizing how I could do that with my hands on my lap without anybody having any clue. Yeah, it's really useful. And when we first started experimenting with EFT tapping, when it first came around to the UK, the motto was try it on everything. So I really did. And at that time, I was teaching workshops with a group of friends. And we used to play with that with all sorts of things. Like one time we were just sitting around a table, playing a game, messing around, of seeing who could stack the most pebbles on top of each other. And I just decided I've not got the steadiest hand. I'm not particularly good at those things, but I just decided for fun. I just put my hands under the table and, and was tapping those points through, just sent, setting a positive intention that I could stack them and my hands would be steady. And I won. <laughs> and one of my friends looked at me and they're like, are you tapping under the table? <laughs> <laughs> because we were all teaching and, and sharing this technique together at the time. So, you know, we all were playing with different things. And I shared on a previous podcast about one time in a um, natural healthcare clinic where I was working, we had to park around the back of some shops and it was always really hard to get the car out. There were crates, there were those trolley things that people load up uh, for grocery stores, you know, packages mm-hmm. of stuff's been delivered to the store, loads of cars, loads of vans. And I didn't want to have to say to one of the guys, can you help me get my car out? You know, <laughs> really not happy with that idea. So I went to the car, walked the route that I'd have to back out, which was really a meandery route, and tapped on my hands, got in the car, and backed it out, no problem. So it's quite interesting. The thing with EFT is it does really help support our doubts and concerns. It's very interesting to just play with those hand points. They're not so often used these days or so often taught these days, but I have found them really helpful for sneaky situations. Certainly, uh, you can also go to the restroom and tap if you wanted to do a, you know, a full tapping session beyond using your hands. Uh, remember that just four or five or six rounds of tapping takes no time at all and can bring you so much relief. Yeah, I think that's our biggest challenge is allowing ourselves the time to practice a tapping session or to receive the benefit of, of it. We tend to feel that we have to push on. We can't excuse ourselves, but we can. We can always use the excuse of, I need to visit the restroom for five minutes. And five minutes is a reasonable amount of time to be gone. And you can do a lot of tapping in that time. Take some rescue remedy, take some deep breaths, and take yourself off somewhere where you can really 
Show yourself the self-respect and support of tuning into what's troubling you right now and tapping the EFT sequence through. Nobody will be any the wiser and you'll feel a lot more confident and comfortable and supported. And you've also, in your history, Ananga, have had success teaching others, you know, big corporations. Tell me the story again about the telecommunications company and the, the folks that you worked with there. I got asked to go to a company in Greenwich in London uh, several years ago, again, when EFT was fairly new in the UK. And they were asking different stress relief practitioners to come in and talk to the staff and give different methods to help people relax at work. It was a very interesting company to visit, huge premises, big old building. And they were a company that were involved in laying transatlantic cables for communications So they had these great long sheds with these massive rows of cable and the people that worked in the sheds didn't have time to take breaks because they had to wear anti-static clothing. So by the time they'd got it all off for their break, it was time to go back again. So people were not seeing so much daylight and they were quite stressed out. So we taught EFT tapping on the hands. We taught shortened sequences of of tapping for stress. And one of my favorite things about the exercise was that I got to go back a few weeks later and see how people were getting on. And I spent some time with some ladies in the office. They were doing more secretarial and communications work. And as women can, they'd embraced it as something they all did together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they were very relaxed about it, quite dry about it. And, you know, one of them would call over to the other one, you know, Nora, have you done your tapping today? And she said, oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> and they were really, you know, London uh dry great women really great to spend time with so they'd got in a routine where they would initially go off and tap in the restroom and they'd if they were feeling stressed or anxious about something they'd just go off and use the EFT tapping sequence like that but in the end so many of them were finding it helpful that they were just tapping at their desks sometimes they'd tap together sometimes they'd remind each other to tap so that was really great to to witness just how naturally they took to it and how supportive they were of each other so There's always that opportunity if you have other friends or colleagues in the workplace who are also suffering with stress or anxiety to share. Yeah, without question. There's also benefits of beginning and ending each day by tapping, even if there's not, you know, something really big going on, but to just kind of tap through where you are at the moment to check in with yourself and, and find out, you know, a lot of times if you if you take a yoga class, you'll have, your, your teacher will say, check in with your body and notice how you feel where places might be um, sticky or uncomfortable or, or what have you. And you can do the same thing with tapping and just identify that and tap it through or tap through a tough day. If, if you just had a particularly stressful day uh, to set yourself up for a good night's rest. Absolutely. One of the most valuable uses of EFT is to diffuse things as you go. Very often, if we're feeling anxious, our mind will start to scrutinize our day and pick apart our day, particularly here you're talking about the work day. So you might lay down to go to sleep and then your mind will say, you know, should I really have said that? Do you think I offended this person when I mentioned that? Or I don't really think I did well at my presentation or I forgot to do this or Maybe your mind's going ahead to things you've got to do tomorrow. So you can just pick those up and tap them through and put them to bed so you can get to bed. It's a really thorough way of of tidying up all those loose frayed ends in your mind. And the more you do it, the more you get in the habit and the flow of doing it, 
And the more your anxiety gets the message that you have something to use that's really supporting you. The teacher of EFT tapping, Gary Craig, used to talk about this generalization effect with EFT where you start tapping and it's like you have a forest of problems, hundreds and hundreds of trees of problems. But as you tap for one and set that aside and then another one and another one, then gradually you get this magnifying effect with EFT, this generalizing effect where more trees go down just because you're on it. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with your thoughts and you start to get a a bigger clearing when you tap. So it's very valuable to make it part of your daily self-care routine. Yeah, without question. And certainly for our listeners too, who struggle with anxiety in the morning, to make this be a part of your morning practice so that you can really train yourself and your mind, body, spirit to receive this. You know, even though I wake up stressed and anxious, I love and accept myself completely. Or even though I woke up this morning and my heart is racing and I'm concerned about the day ahead, you know, whatever that setup statement is, and just tap through it, tap through it, and then go about getting ready for your day. It it will make a difference with practice. It absolutely will. Everything we've talked about today is going to be included in our new course that we're going to be releasing this fall. And EFT is just such a powerful way to help you move through and past and heal anxiety and stress and anything that's facing you. We've just seen so many favorable results and are happy to be able to teach EFT whenever we possibly can. Thank you so much, Ananga. I'm glad we came together again today to talk about EFT and look forward to another conversation with you real soon. Get everything you need to start slaying your anxiety today. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to claim our free Anxiety Slayer starter course. You get four guided sessions, including an EFT tapping session, guided breathing practice, and special module on overcoming the fear of anxiety. Claim your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com.